listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios. Good morning, afternoon, or night, everyone. Coming to you from the cozy comfort of the VCG Media Broadcast booth, I'm Verve Coach Gordon, and you are listening to Big Picture You, the podcast series where wellness practices and concepts meet practical application and real-life example. Season 2, Episode 9, Big Picture You podcast series, The Truth About Truth. In this episode, I'm going to make a foray into the concept and notion of truth and the importance of living a truthful life, the importance both to yourself and to others. Challenging stuff to be sure. The Big Picture You podcast series is available at our amazing host site, Anchor.fm, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. Welcome listeners from around the globe. Many thanks for your support. I am so very grateful every time I check my podcast stats. There are new listeners from different parts of the world. Thanks very much for your support and for spreading the word. This podcast series always strives to be a global wellness entity and partner that remains super inclusive and equitable. Please let me know if you find it to be otherwise. Now, on to Season 2, Episode 9 of Big Picture You Podcast Series, The Truth About Truth. And please feel free to reach out to me with questions, comments, and or truths. Coordinateverfcoach.com The purveyance of truth can be extremely challenging and even tricky and a bit sticky. But I believe that one big truth about truth, possibly the biggest truth about truth, is that it is many times very difficult to admit truths, both positive and negative, about ourselves and others. In consideration of the essence of truth and the seemingly opposing sides of positive versus negative, and I'll talk about both of those today, I want to start out by talking about the first time I realized, and it actually sunk in, that truth may not be such a popular notion. This story goes back to a time when Verve Coach Gordon was just a small lad. My family had just moved into a shiny new house in the shiny new suburbs. It was in the middle of my third grade year, and I was eager to do well at my new school. Part of this meant being honest and telling the truth, and a big part was also my desire to impress the teacher. To this end, one day I was coming back to school from lunch. We lived just a half a block from my school, so it was easy to go home if I needed to for any special reason, which I did on this day. On the way back to school from lunch, I decided to take a little detour through the irrigation tunnel near the school. Now, this was a pretty popular play and gathering place for the kids in my new neighborhood, and I knew the tunnel well because when it was full with water, I would go in with some of the other kids and catch crawdads and frogs, and there were even a few tiny little bluegill fish. Anywho, on my foray through the tunnel, I first found 
a crust of bread. Then, remnants of a bologna sandwich on white bread with mustard. Mmm, I thought. One of my new friends likes this kind of sandwich, and I know this because that type of sandwich is a favorite of mine. And on a day earlier, we had actually compared lunches. Ooh, my little detective mind was beginning to churn. So the next day at lunchtime, I decided to take another peek into the tunnel. Not only did I see remnants of a sandwich, but there sat a friend of mine finishing his lunch. I said hi, or something like that. I can't be sure now exactly what I said, but I greeted him, and we walked back to the schoolyard together. And again, I don't know what comes over us as human beings regarding the dynamics of truth, but I thought it would be best to tell my teacher about my investigation and findings. I waited around after school that day and told my teacher what I had found. Yikes! The business hit the fan, I gotta tell ya. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, my friend was being disciplined for some behavior at school by being sent home every day for lunch. He was supposed to tell his parents this at the outset so that he could have lunchtime discipline at home. And at the same time, lose his privilege of after-lunch recess in the schoolyard. I had told the truth. Victory! However, that truth hurt my friend in more ways than one. First, he was found out, and that meant starting his disciplinary cycle all over again, both at school and at home. Second, it built distrust towards him from the teacher and from his parents. Third, it built distrust toward me from him. Overall, the disciplinary experience he was having was seemingly made much worse. Or was it really? And I'll circle back to that question in a few minutes. We remained friends, though, and I found out a short time later that the discipline in my friend's house was of a very harsh physical nature and that's why he was afraid to tell his parents what had happened at school. So he had maintained his charade, or charade, as some say, of bringing a bag lunch from home, hiding it on his way to school, then at lunchtime retrieving it and eating in the tunnel. And we were just kids then, but I certainly found out that sometimes truth is just not a popular or painless notion. And as we get older, consequences relative to the dynamics of truth can become more and more challenging and perilous to ourselves and to others. While at the same time, the benefits of living a truthful life become more and more fulfilling and rewarding. So I'm going to ask now, is it ever okay to lie? I was asked this question for serious consideration in my college freshman year in my first ever philosophy class. In terms of my opening story in this episode, we may now also want to consider the lie of omission, either omitting certain details from a so-called truthful narrative 
or just not speaking up when you are privy to a truth. I could have simply said nothing to the teacher about the sandwich remains in the tunnel, but there were, as grown-ups say, mitigating circumstances. Outside and inside influencers came into play and my behavior was formed based on those influencers. That's how it works, folks. The same message is set forth in my implicit bias trainings. Stuff lives inside each of us and acts as influencers in our behavior and actions. When combined with outside influencing forces, there may be conflict. When this conflict happens, our behavior is negatively influenced, even when our desire to do right seems so strong. So, was I right or wrong in outing my friend? I did what I thought was right, but it hurt him in the moment and the short-term future. But, was it the right thing to do regarding the moment and the long-term future? Did I help correct his course? Or should I have just kept my nose out of it and let it run its course, leaving everything up to the teacher and parents? I am reminded at this moment of the term truthful flexibility. As far as I know, I'm the first to coin this phrase. It speaks to how we are and must be fluid and flexible in our communications. When weaving a yarn or narrative, do we practice flexibility while remaining within the realm of truth? Or are we walking the line between truth and untruth where we may go either way depending on the influencers pushing and pulling on us? Or are we fully based in truth or untruth for that matter? And of course, some folks may bounce from truth to untruth in seemingly broad and illogical ways. Considering that there is no perfection on this plane of existence, I see very little chance of a person being 100% truthful or not. There's always going to be some variance. We may exercise white lies, or as my family says, fudging the truth, but everyone does it at least a little. And I'd be fudging if I said I didn't. So, tricky stuff this truth-telling and truthful living. I challenge you to spend 10 or 15 minutes thinking about how difficult it can sometimes be to remain 100% truthful. There's a lot of variables. All we can do is work hard on it and improve our success rates. On the other hand, if we try very little or don't try at all, we will obviously experience very low success rates. Ah, the truth about truth. Challenging and tricky, even a bit sticky. But always worth the conversation. Now, the relationships with the 11 energies of the verb that I associate with each episode's main content. Today I'm going to go directly to energy of the verb number six, truth. The truth about ourselves and the world around us is many times difficult to face. Admitting that the world around us and certain truths within us are beautiful 
is oftentimes as difficult as admitting there is ugliness and untruth in the world around us and within us. As we move down our life's path, we must strive to achieve higher and higher levels of truthfulness as it is a foundational element in achieving the positive goals we set forth for ourselves. We must be introspective and self-reflective and open to receiving messages from our heart of hearts in pursuit of living a life of truth. Along the way, we must examine our communication practices as well as our values and how we perform the various facets of our own identity. For if we cannot be truthful and honest with ourselves, how can we hope to be so with others? Let's take a quick look now at the full list of energies, and I think you will glean that the energy of truth not only must feed into, but also must support all of the other energies included in the foundational guidelines called the 11 energies of the verve. Passion, enthusiasm, compassion, openness, sincerity, truth, self-value, forgiveness, sparkle, courage, and love. Please explore the myriad and many, many more connections that may be revealed to you as we move together down this path of personal positivity and performance of best self. And remembering all the while, folks, that regardless of my stories, examples, and narratives, this truly is all about your journey as conceived and perceived by you while still fortifying the notion that greater harmony within ourselves in our own lives will certainly bring about greater harmony in our groups, organizations, and institutions, and vice versa. Alrighty now, here's the big picture you, big picture takeaway for today's episode. Bottom line. Truth is a difficult thing to negotiate and manage. We must self-monitor at all times in order to bring about the highest levels of truth in our lives. Again, folks, as I've said many times in trainings, coaching sessions, and podcasts, in this episode as well, there is no perfection on this plane of existence. But if we try 100% of the time, our success rates will be much higher than if we try very little or not at all. It's that simple. And as we reach higher levels of truthfulness in our lives, we also gain great harmony and fulfillment in everything we do. As together, we strive to bring about our most fulfilling big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us. And since our lives may be viewed as being an open and wonderful canvas upon which to create a beautiful masterpiece, I must thank you for the opportunity to provide you with materials, tools, and mediums to assist you in creating your life's masterpiece. The 11 energies of the verb are foundational values that can be referred to at any time to help in negotiating challenge, help in decision-making, 
or gain motivation and positivity. The book, The Eleven Energies of the Verb, is available at Amazon and Etsy or through my website if you'd like a signed copy. It is also available in select hospital gift shops and medical marijuana dispensaries. I am offering a holiday special from November 1st through December 31st, 2021 that includes three free personal coaching sessions with the purchase of an 11 Energies of the Verve book. The book is a wonderful healing and wellness guide as well as a great support mechanism for New Year's resolution achievement. The three sessions will get you well into the process of goal and related action step identification and achievement, as well as a strong foundation for your long-term vision. Get your copy today, and let's get started on your renewed path and vision. Please tune in to the broadcast next time for Season 2, Episode 10, Manipulating the Future Through Addressing Regrets. The premise in Episode 10, Season 2 is that regrets, like truth, can be a tricky proposition, partly because if you change any tidbit or regrettable actions and behavior in the past, everything from thence forward may turn out differently and possibly not so well comparatively. Regrets are also about admitting truths, so it will be a nice tie into this Episode 9 of Season 2. The real question when looking at engaging regrets, I believe, is, do you love your life currently? Where you've landed is a very important consideration when trying to manipulate the future. You are listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios. Please visit my website for news and announcements as well as regular updates. And please remember my From My Heart to Your Heart short motivational and inspirational quotes that are posted across social media every Monday morning. They are also on my website and blog page, as well as my Pinterest board. Please share them with other folks. Lots of tasty stuff coming your way from the VCG organization. All content, text, and music in the Big Picture You podcast series is copyright Verve Coach Gordon unless otherwise cited. Thanks so much for listening to the broadcast today. If you have any feedback, please reach out to me at gordon at vervecoach.com with questions or even answers for that matter. Remember, kindness is beautiful, both toward others and yourself, in creating an amazing and empowering Big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us. Be well, my friends.